You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I really want to find out how I pitched this idea to National Geographic. I think you should. I think you should. I think I'm onto something here. I'm pretty sure you have something there. Before somebody else <laughs> does anything with it, I want to make sure that it's claimed. That's what I'm going to do today. I'll make sure it's claimed. All right, you're going to get the, the time, rights and such. It's time-stamped. That way I can sue anyone who does it if, before me. Okay. That's the key thing to everything. Just make sure you have proof so you can Which sue Which is why someone. you're going to talk about it today. That's why I'm going to talk okay. about it today. So All right. Way it's, uh, <laughs> so this fully. is like your, your talking copyright, basically. Absolutely. That's entirely what it is. Okay. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is a treat that you do so. It See, is I, a I treat. It I changed that it up was a so bit good. There. Yeah, a treat. It's a treat every day. Yes, absolutely. It is. Of course, you can subscribe to the live Fun Employment Radio Network for only six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, and then you get to hear all of the amazingness happen in real time. In real time, get to talk to the folks who are putting on the amazingness. You get to hear them totally geek out like you could have uh, yesterday with Drive Time at the Drive In. Yes, possibly <laughs> the dorkiest and greatest episode of Drive Time at the Drive In ever ever had. I think my favorite part was uh, them singing along to the songs. Yes, exactly. That made my day. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. Uh, drive Time to Drive-In, one of the many uh, music-based shows that are on the network that we can only have live uh, because you cannot podcast or make any of that available on demand, but we do replay it all the time on the stream, so mm-hmm. you would get to hear it. And it is, trust me, you're missing out by not hearing it. So, six nine nine a month. The first week is free, so why not try it out and then go from there. Alright, so back right. to your genius idea. Okay, well, real quick too, I did want to uh, tease what's going to be on the show today. Tell me. Because we're going to be joined by a very special guest coming up here in just a little bit. We're going to be joined by Danielle, who is a singer-songwriter from the band Danielle Ate the Sandwich. Which I want to know the backstory of this of this name. Of the name of the band, yes. Although that's... I'm pretty sure it has to do with her eating a sandwich. Or maybe not eating the sandwich. Maybe. I don't know. What if she got blamed for eating the sandwich? That could be that, too. That could be it. Maybe it's the thing. Like Maybe it's like all... Like, maybe she's angry about it. It could be. Or maybe she just really loves sandwiches. She could really love sandwiches. It's hard to tell. But either way, she's uh, very talented. You can look her up. Um, Danielle like the sandwich. Just Google that. You'll find all kinds of videos. And she's going to be in here in studio with us in just a little while. Yeah, she has a beautiful voice. Yes, yeah, she does. To it today. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's coming up here in just a bit. And also, since we didn't do it yesterday, before we go any further, we should talk about... <gasps> Our wonderful sponsor, the Bike yes, Gallery. Yes, we should. The Bike Gallery, of course, located here in the Portland metro area. Six different locations that you can go to and purchase a bike. You still have plenty of time to go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Bike Gallery link, and you can print out a coupon where you get 20% off accessories, 10% off bikes, and it's been awesome to see how many people have taken advantage yes, of it. Yes, and it's so great to hear from you, It's so, and it, your support has just really helped us with this amazing sponsor that we have, so we're just greatly appreciative, and there's still so much summer left. There's so much sun, sunshine. There's so much time to ride your bike. Absolutely. Yeah, it is uh, It is awesome that so many people have been able to take advantage, so please continue to do so. Why, well, I rode my bike today, Greg. I didn't ride my bike today. I had some errands to run later, so I, I didn't ride my bike. Sarah and I, this entire summer, we've been having our bike challenge to see who can ride the most miles on our bike gallery bikes. Mm-hmm. It's pretty close right now. Very close. Very, very close. So when we last left off, I had 119. Yes. And you had 104, I think? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so I know that that's not right because... No, that sounds, that sounds okay. just right. We'll just go with that. All You're right, keeping Greg. track of it, so I'm trusting you. Yes. All right. So I was 15 miles behind you. Now, in this last week, it was a busy week. Oh, what's funny, too? And I have been too? training for Hood to Coast. So, so I, have I, I. That's so funny. But I did ride my bike, and it was fantastic. I got up there in the sun. Maybe not as many miles as I rode in previous weeks. Okay, how many miles did you ride? Rode 10.4 miles last week. I know that's not very much. I realize this. So you are... So let's give you a since you were so busy, I'm sure that you probably didn't have a chance to ride your bike as much. Sure. I mean, I was busy, but, you know, the places that I had to go were also, you know, within bike riding distances. So I decided instead of take my, my vehicle, to, I decided to get some exercise, bike out in the sun, and I rode a piddly 26 miles. 26 miles? You <laughs> rode 26 miles last week? Oh, man. All right. That's just one week. I'll make up for this all. I will make you up will. for this. Because after Hood to Coast, you're probably not going to want to run. No, I'm not going to want to run at all after <laughs> so Hood to Coast. So you can just ride your bike. And that's this weekend. So after that, it's going to be ride, 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 ride. 
until I catch up and surpass you. So currently, I have 145 jokes. miles, and you have 115. All right, so it's only 30 miles. That's easy. That's no biggie. Psh, whatever. Sure, you you have that under control. I'll just ride the expi- entire expanse of the Portland metro area twice. That'll that'll about cover that. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I will. I will. I will find See, Greg, a way. Greg, if I can ride 26 miles in a week, you can easily do 30. I know. Yep. Absolutely. That's what I'll do. <laughs> so you can't ride your bike at all in the next week. <laughs> all right. So what are you going to do? Like go for my kneecaps or something? <laughs> <laughs> that could be an accident. I will be hobbled after Hood to Coast, though. I remember yeah. last time we did this, I couldn't walk for like two days. It's true. Yeah. Perhaps That's what she said. Accidents happen. <laughs> Is that who is that guy that was married to? Uh, to, um, I know. I'm thinking Nancy Kerrigan, and uh, she lives here. She lives in a yeah, Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding. Yeah, Tanya Harding's ex-husband. I'll get it's a hold like of she him. Lives a, she lives here. Yeah. I met her once. Yes, and I remember you saying yes, that. Yes, she was very, very small. Yeah. I mean, short. Well, yeah, but no. she's she's tenacious, though. She like, is. She's a little, she's a little scrap-a-doodle. Short, short people are tenacious. Mm-hmm. She was outside of a cowboy bar downtown. That sounds about right. Yeah. That does sound about right. It was exactly right. It was exactly everything that I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so there we go. Anyway. All right, Bike Gallery, Bike Challenge, bikegallery.com. Sarah go- has 145. Greg has 115. Or go to com. Click on the Bike Gallery link and print out that coupon and use that. Please go in and use that to purchase anything you want to buy from anything. the Bike Gallery. Yes. Um, okay, so business <laughs> is out of the way. I do need to talk about this. So... Yesterday, because I've just seen the picture, and I need to know what in God's name is going on with that. And I'll grab the picture and put it in the chat. Okay, we'll put the picture in the chat. And then for those of you that uh, aren't listening live, um, let's see, where would the picture be for them to look at? Oh, uh, we can put it on our we'll, – we'll put it on the website. Put it on our and, website. Yeah, and on Facebook. On our website under this this episode, um, which will be episode number – what one are we on now? 924? Yeah, today's 925. Today's 925. Hot damn. Under episode 925 at FunEmploymentRadio.com, you will find this picture for your reference. I would say go there now to take a look at it. So – um, I frequently have talked about my methods, my method neighbors. Your I, methods, I call like them my methods. Pets, yes. yes, like my pet methods. Mm-hmm. They kind of are like that. Uh, my method neighbors, who are the bane of my existence. We did a whole plea earlier this, uh, I don't know, maybe a month ago, where I was asking everyone to tweet the Portland police to try to get some response. I've dealt with them for over eight years. They were there before I bought the house, and I'm suspecting they will be there long after, mm-hmm. much like cockroaches. Well, I'm sure that every action has been taken to make sure that the problem's being taken care of, right? Right. You would think so. No, it really didn't. No? It really didn't happen. So they are still there, still active, still doing everything they do, dealing their drugs, and um, filling their backyard full of broken... They've been really into breaking glass lately. Why do meth heads break glass? I don't know. What's just with the broken glass? Is, does glass have a market value? It's like no, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's just to break it. It's like they're they're like twelve year old boys in the idea of you know they want to go break a window or something or break glass, which you know that happens when you're twelve. However, I believe these gentlemen are in their I would guess late forties. Okay, but it's hard to tell. You can't it's tell. Meth it's meth years. years. It's meth years. Yeah. I mean, they could be twenty five, and I don't know. They could but be. I think they're older than that. They could be fourteen, and they, you wouldn't. They know. could be my age. They I don't could know. Be your age. But I, I think they're older than that. It's hard to tell. So they are. Uh, they are still there. You know, doing what they do. They're back in action. They kind of took a little reprieve there for a little while, mm-hmm. for, for a couple of weeks, where they quieted down, and now it's back to full action. And there are two brothers that live there that are the predominant people, and then it's all of their friends. <laughs> They're the predominant of the species. They are the predominant ones. And there's the older brother who is, he's not really threatening. He's just like a big, dumb Like idiot. oaf? Yeah, yeah, an oaf. Yeah, an oaf would be the right, right word to describe him. He's not necessarily, I mean, he could be scary. He's like one of mm-hmm. those big, uh, he's like a big, dumb bear. Yeah. He's like a, like tame or something, but you know, you're not really too worried about him. But he could like bumble, yeah. Unless you poked him and then he would fight back. But mostly he minds his own business. However, the younger brother, he's a psycho. He's crazy and he's enormous. He's a really big dude. And he glares a lot, and he is angry. Oh, I've and seen violent. him. He's scary. Like when I've yeah. left your house or something, like he just stares. He, yeah, he, he stares, and it makes me scared. I'm just like, like I'm about to pick up something. I'm driving away. I'm like, oh god, okay, don't look at me. Don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. No, yeah, he is. He's he's legitimately yeah. scary. He's a scary dude. And so yesterday, while I was looking, so to set up how my house is, my house kind of, I've got a, I've got a window that's higher than the fence that separates our two properties. Which means it's a good peeping window. It's a, it's a good peeping window. So I can see kind of into their backyard. They can't really see into mine. However, 
they did build themselves a nice shed that they built. <laughs> they built this, I believe, last summer is when they built the shed, and they built it like two stories tall, which I knew was illegal. So I called the city on them, and then they had to take it down another story. So they they it had was to, two feet. It was two stories tall. It was two stories tall. Yeah, it was it was as high as the top of my house. Oh my god! This home home shed they built. And so it's basically like four pl- pieces of plywood. <laughs> five, they, I mean, yeah. they've got siding on it. I don't know that, that they stole from somewhere, probably. And so they they have that, and then they ended up um, they ended up taking it down because the city came and said, "No, you can't have it that high." So, it, but it is a full one store, like one and a half stories tall, and apparently that was what they could do. And maybe I don't know. I still don't know if that's legal. That doesn't seem legal. But the city Mm-mm. never came back. Maybe I'll try that again. So well, this thing is in, the, in their backyard. Work at and, this point. you know, it, it very predominantly kind of towers over the fence so that I can see it. And what they've taken to doing is just the, in the last month or so, I noticed this go up there and I didn't realize what its purpose was. So on top of this shed, they had placed a full, I'm looking at it, probably about a queen size mattress that they what? just stuck on top. A qu- I didn't of realize shed. it was that large. Yeah, it's like a queen size mattress that they. Just picked up and threw on top of the shed. And I thought, okay, well, honestly, so many things happen over there. It's not entirely out of the ordinary that they do these ridiculous things. And they, I figured, well, they are so lazy. They don't want to throw it away. They can't find any value in it. So we'll just throw it on top of the shed and just leave it there. And I didn't – I figured that's what it was. It was just You think just they were storage. using it for like – or for like, you know, padding on the roof or to just like – No, make, it's got stop. roofing on it. Okay. I, they just threw this thing up there and I figured they were just storing it there because there's so many random things in their backyard. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. The kind of crap that's back there that you would not expect to see anywhere. Lots of broken glass. Lots of lawnmowers. Lots of random metal and things that you don't even know what they go to. Parts of a jet ski are back there. Oh, my God. Probably the, part, the plastic parts they couldn't sell. That's probably what those Is that were. what they're breaking back there? I don't know what they're breaking right yeah. now. I just hear smashing and terrifying noises. Well, let's go before we continue, Greg, let's go back to what we had talked about. So you said that, you know, after you had asked people for help because you've been dealing with this for what, eight years now? Yes. And after you put the call out to the Portland police to help you out, I know you did receive a phone call from them. I did. Did anything else come from that? Was it just a phone call and that's it? I don't know how much I can actually say. There was more than that that went on, but not really. It was mostly a, oh, this guy's complaining. Oh, you shamed Let's us on social him. media. Let's pacify him. And, That's kind and of what it was. And yet the methods are still building illegal sheds and throwing mattresses on top of them and smashing shit all hours of the day. That's pretty much Way what's to going go, on. police. Thanks for that. Wow, that's really fucking fantastic. Yeah, for, a, for an audio, actually, I'll just go ahead and play this one more time. This is the audio version of that time I recorded what it's like back there. This is recorded from my backyard, recording their backyard. This is the metal they're blasting. Let's see if you can hear any of the smashing that goes on. That's them yelling at each other. So there we go. There's oh just a little God. example. Little example of what goes on. I'm sorry, but what kind of So this is just you on like a Wednesday afternoon, just sitting in the backyard. Yeah, it was probably it was probably a Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, just an ordinary ordinary weekday evening. That's what goes on over there. So I'm sitting there looking into the backyard from my kitchen window, and once again peering out at it and being annoyed by the mattress. And then I finally saw what the purpose of this mattress is on the shed. So there's a uh, there's a ladder that was uh, placed by the side of this thing, and once again I thought that was just storage, but oh no, oh no. Oh, no. There's entirely a reason behind this. Because that is where the younger method apparently hangs out. So I watched him climb up the ladder that was uh, that was on the side of the shed, hop up on there, and lay down oh onto the mattress God. and just start looking. Looking at everything. This guy is resting on the mattress. So this is where you can... Resting on the mattress atop the makeshift illegal shed that is in their backyard. Yeah. Oh, my God. God, when will it What do they have to do? They have to have like a beacon on top of their house going, we're dealing drugs. We're pieces of shit. 
when will people I'm sorry I'm getting mad for you Greg is, has like this smile on his face like he's kind of resigned to the well this is life now this is how life is for me just deal with it you just have to sm- t- somehow go to a goddamn happy Portland place police on. help help jeez yeah, I mean it's no yeah I don't even how many times do you, I know we can't even we can't oh so frustrating yes it I'm is. so frustrated for you I can't even imagine dealing with that for a day let alone eight years like I heard I had the crazy screaming lady that one day but that was just one day for 15 minutes all right you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll just tell you. Um, and, and I'm going to ask right now, don't tag the Portland police in anything else right now because i got to figure out what I'm going to do. I'll tell you straight up what the dude told me. What? After going back and forth, he did, he did contact them. Things calmed down for a while, and then it started back up again. What he asked me to do was go and talk to them. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding you. That's what the, that's what the police asked the me. The police do. department, the people who police society. Who he are trying me to, ki- to go and talk to them about it. After you have explained wholeheartedly how you cannot communicate with these people. No. <sighs> yeah. I, I, that is actually, that's honestly what, what happened. So there it is. Fuck it. I just said it publicly. Whatever. So what, who cares? What are they trying to scare you to not say it so that you won't say anything so, that, so nobody knows that they aren't doing anything? I don't know. Fuck that. Yeah, so anyway, that's what I will go to do. down to the police station with you. Yeah. And we can go and file a complaint because this is, do you have to be in their face for them to listen to you? I don't know. Well, I'm figuring out what my next step is going to be. So as soon as I figure that out, believe me, I will let you guys know. And I want to thank everyone so much, too, for, uh, for the assistance. I am figuring out the next step. So let me figure that out. And then I will let you guys know. But in the meantime, this is what's going on. So the guy. All right. I need to, I'm going to rein in the anger and I'm going I'm to embrace the meth head on the mattress. Embrace, embrace what it is. Yeah. Right now. So. So this guy is up on top of the mattress. And again, you can look at this picture at funemploymentradio.com, episode 925. Just click on that if you're not in the live chat right now. And you can see him sprawling out there. And I'm watching that. And my roommate, Chris, and I are sitting there. And I actually, I called him over. I'm like, dude, you got to come over here and see this. And we're both just standing in the kitchen window, not even really saying anything, just staring at this like, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> you're, just, you're just standing there staring at it? Staring. Like it's something in the wild. Ooh. It is. Ooh, wait. It's like something you gave in the it, wild. Because you gave it a name. You should read the caption that you wrote. Well, and I, okay, I will. Here, I'll I, pulled do up, the, I pulled some music. Okay, I'll do the National Geographic thing here in just a second. But I have to say, while I was sitting there staring at him, he caught sight of me. Oh, no. He turned around. You he never let the wild animal know that you're watching. I it? didn't know he could see through the window. It's like when my wow, dog. Wow, the window's would be a, glass. Well, <laughs> I didn't know if there was a reflection there or something like that. I didn't think about it. I thought it, you know, it's like looking at a zoo. You don't think about the animal could see you. The problem is this one's not really caged. He could get out. I was in the cage. So, yeah, he did. He did uh, turn around and catch eyesight of me, and I'm like, uh, um, uh, and I just I didn't want to move. So I'm like, fuck that. He's not going to intimidate me from standing in my kitchen. But then again, I didn't really want to just start something. So I just kind of stood there for no, a while. No, Greg, but you should. You're supposed to start something. You should just go over there and talk to him. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently that's, that's, that's how you you police your own situation, Greg. Yeah. Yeah. That's apparently what no, you take You take matters into your own hands. Mm-hmm. I'll deal with the criminals. Yeah. Neat. That's what you're supposed to do. Neat. Neat. Uh, so, so I just so kind of looked, looked the other you, way. So what did he do? Uh, stared at me for a while because it was right when I was trying to take a picture. And uh, he stared at me for a while, and so I just kind of looked away, pretended I was doing things in the kitchen, <laughs> until finally his attention his attention lasted for about 15, 20 seconds of just directly glaring at me. Yeah, just staring. Just staring at me. And then finally he turned away, and then I went back to taking my pictures. And the best one is the one that I posted in there. I did take a couple more, and but I, I would say that's that's probably the best yeah, one. Yeah, that's that pretty much the best picture I think you've ever taken. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get his face in it. The, the way he displayed, like... Crotch down on it too, just kind of surveying oh, the so land. Gross. God, well, he is he is splayed. That's what he is right there. He is splayed on a mattress on a ramshackle home like illegal man built shack. Yes. That's pretty much <laughs> what it was like. And you know, as I was looking at it, it was like this really is like looking at a wild animal. Because then I started thinking about it more and more, looking through the glass, the animal caught sight of me up there for a minute, but then he turned around because oh, okay, that's that's not a something I can eat. No, was this one around. of the brothers or was this a friend? That's the younger brother right there. Oh, okay. this that scary one. Yeah, it's a scary one. Oh, yeah, he hates me too. Okay, so by the way, so he's surveying the land, which means he's up on an illegal shack in the middle of his yard on a mattress, staring at your property. Yeah. Yet nothing can be done about that. Okay, I'm just sorry. I'm just still trying to wrap my mind about the fact that this is your problem that you're supposed to handle. I'm just, yes. I'm just making sure. That's exactly. All right. It. Yeah. So that's somebody who's known to. Strip down cars and steal everything that they can possibly get their sticky little fingers on can look into your backyard and into your property from their mattress thrown on yes. their roof. Essentially, I'm just trying to cause problems by what you're trying to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, heaven I tried forbid. to report the illegal oh, activity. I am so mad. Yeah. So 
but as I'm watching that, I'm like, this really is. It's like I'm in a National Geographic episode. Like I'm I'm watching the meth head in his in his habitat. You have to and read your caption. Okay, well here's the caption because I posted right, this on. on Facebook. I pulled yesterday. up some I pulled right. up some Safari music. All right. <laughs> it is. It's like one of those National Geographic. Yeah, you're on Safari. As we continue our journey to Southeast Portland, we now find ourselves monitoring a meth head habitat. And we see something very rare, rare, very rarely seen in the wild. The dominant meth head climbs atop his mattress throne, lying comfortably atop a most likely illegal shed he has constructed. Surveying the wonderful landscape of broken glass and lawnmower parts that he has created for himself, he is truly the master of his own cesspool. (laughs) Oh my god. Besides the alpha in the clan... You'll also find the, what's known as the cleaner. As the meth heads break glass, while nature and scientists have, while scientists have not been able to determine the reason they break the glass, we do know meth heads enjoy it quite frequently. The cleaner is on the lower end of the meth head scale. He frequently will see the broken glass and try to sweep it up over and over for hours at a time, serving his purpose for the overall well-being of the pack. Wow. Nipples in the chat has the best quote of the day. Mm. He said, uh, a cop saying, just talk to them is like the, de- the fire department saying, just blow on it if you call them about a fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is the best way it could That's, ever be that is, worded. That is the best way. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I am so sorry. Ooh. I am. I could do that for hours, probably. Oh, yeah. I Seriously, I think. There's got to be something. Is there another way I can turn this to my advantage and just start filming them and turn this into a documentary? Oh, no. Well, then the police will come to your house and uh, for like illegal yeah. foot, like I'll videotaping the, or something. I'll be the one that goes to jail. You'll be in trouble. Yep. I will be in trouble for that. Ah. Oh, all right. Anyway. Yeah, we've got to stop talking about this because okay, yeah. it's making my head hurt because I'm angry about well, it. Well, there it is. Anyway, you can see the magical picture of the meth head in the wild at funemploymentradio.com, episode 925. All right, let's let's pick okay. things up a bit. I have some stories to tell. Okay. Can I tell some stories? Tell some stories. All though. right, here we go. Yeah, because this is making me quite angry. Okay. All right, shake it off. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, out of Florida. A samurai sword-wielding, knife-throwing Florida man attacked his mother's boyfriend over a missing can of shrimp. (laughs) Florida man Jason Lofman, 34 years young, used a sword to break down a door and threw kitchen knives at family members after his mother's boyfriend accused him of stealing a can of shrimp. (laughs) Lofman told deputies he didn't remember... Everything that happened during the fight because he, quote, had been drinking and went into Code Red and lost his temper. <laughs> That's what he calls it. He calls it Code Red. He like went it's into not, Code Red and lost his temper. It's over not his fault. No, no, no. It's Code Red. Yeah. It's Code Red. Uh, so because of the missing can of shrimp. <laughs> so uh, Michael Earhart, who was who's his mother's boyfriend, uh, 52 years old, and Lothman had a heated verbal argument before agreeing to go outside to engage in a physical fight over the missing can of shrimp. <laughs> Lofman I love how it's canned shrimp. Canned, it's canned shrimp. Lofman then threatened Earhart with a statue. Not, it doesn't specify what kind of statue. But the fight outside did not escalate past that, according to the report. Now, thinking the fight was over, his mother's boyfriend said the Earhart guy returned to the bedroom with Lofman's mother. The couple wa- was watching television when Lofman started breaking through the bedroom door with a samurai-style metal sword. Once inside the bedroom, Lofman made threats that he would use the sword to hurt his mother's boyfriend. The couple were able to calm Lofman down snap him out of code red and he left the room but returned almost immediately and started throwing kitchen knives at them (laughs) they were able to escape through a sliding glass door without being injured during the investigation after cops were called wow the cops showed up here that's so funny i can't believe like they were called and they showed up at this that this thing that was happening it's just fucking nuts uh during this investigation lofman complained of chest pains he was then transported to the memorial hospital where deputies questioned him from them from there, uh, although deputies arrested Lofman and charged him with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, he still remains in the hospital. Well played, Lofman. Throwing samurai swords and knives and such. And yeah. Complains of chest pains and ends up in the hospital. Well, did they learn their lesson? Did they stop accusing him of stealing the shrimp? I don't know. Did they find out who stole no, the shrimp? No, he was angry that he wanted the shrimp. And he thinks that his mother's boyfriend stole the shrimp. Well, did... Okay. 
Well, did they, I just feel sorry for the mother in the situation. I mean, she has two men sponging off of her. Like, well, she, let's look at the situation it's, it's, there. It's a, it's, when it starts as a Florida man, it's also a little bit self-inflicted. Your grown son and your chosen boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. Perhaps she needs to look inside. She a needs bit. to reassess some things. Yeah. In other news, so, oh, I'm so, getting into code red. <laughs> I'm getting into code red. That's I'm going to use that from now on. You should just yell that at the meth heads. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up, of course, many people go to great lengths, Greg, to try and uh, lose weight. You know, we all want we all want to look our fittest. Sure. Well, an Iowa woman took it to the next step when she had to go to the doctor because she bought a tapeworm on the internet and ingested it in an attempt, in an attempt to lose weight. Oh. She bought a tapeworm, a tapeworm, and ate it. In an attempt to lose weight, you can buy tapeworms. You can buy online. tapeworms on the internet. I'm going to take a look at that right now. So the doctor was apparently so stumped by her bad decision that he had to call the state health department for guidance because, knowing how like nobody has ever actually knowingly wanted to ingest a tapeworm, at least that you know he had seen or that anyone had heard of. So the agency told the di- the doctor that he would have to deworm the patient by some special medication that kills the parasite. So, bottom line is. Ingesting tapeworms is extremely risky and can cause a wide range of undesirable side effects, including rare deaths. Those, desired, uh, those desiring to lose weight are advised to stick with proven weight loss meso- methods, consuming fewer calories, and increasing physical activity. Okay, here's something that you can apparently do. This is from tapewormeggs.com. Lose weight easily, play pretty good joke on friends, make scientific project or medical experiments. I don't know whether this is a joke or not, but you you can pay via PayPal. I will say this. Do you have a direct PayPal? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but it says, um, all eggs guaranteed and fresh collected at Vladivostok Soviet prison camp in one liter slurry of liquid human excrement. Gross! Tapeworms grow up to 10 meters. Please allow 12 weeks for delivery. I don't know. That, that doesn't seem real. I don't know. Maybe you can buy What? What would possibly make you think that that's something... How do you get rid of a tapeworm? You have to be dewormed. That's what it said. What is that? Do they, like, it's like running like a... It said that she, she has to take... Like uh, a metal snake down in you and coil you out No, there? it's a special medication that kills the parasite. I think what happens is you ingest the medication, and then it comes out your, your other end. Oh, gross. Yeah. 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 <gasps> Next up... Attention people who live in the Portland metro area, if you know anybody, uh, any local radio personalities, this story is going to sound extra funny to you. A Wisconsin woman is in jail after being accused of holding two men against their will and forcing one of them to have sex with her. The woman by the name of Terry Boyd. The woman's name is Terry Boyd? I swear on everything on this planet, the woman's name, Terry Boyd, was arrested. For anyone who doesn't know, there's a male host of an afternoon show here in Portland by the name of Terry Boyd. I Spelled exactly the same. They are related in any way. They're probably not related. We're not <laughs> saying they're related. They're not related. All right. Terry Boyd was arrested and charged with false imprisonment, extract, obstructing an officer, disorderly conduct, and bail jumping for two separate incidents where she imprisoned men, one of whom was her roommate. The first incident happened when officers resp- responded to a call from neighbors who heard a loud argument and a man screaming for help. Officers arrived to see Terry Boyd blocking the entrance. One of the men in the incident threw a set of keys to the cops who then forced their way into the house. The men told officers that the suspect refused to let them leave until one of them had sex with her. The male victims were rescued but told police they did not want to press charges, probably because it would be horrifically embarrassing. After the incident, uh, Terry Boyd called the emergency room to report that police had, quote, beaten her up. An ambulance took her to the hospital where she allegedly became uh, combative with medical personnel. She was not beaten up by the police. and Instead, she was arrested <laughs> of dis- on disorderly conduct. Oh, man. She's in the doghouse this time. How did you know there was going to be the first words right out of my mouth? <laughs> Sorry, did I steal it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, a couple more stories for you. Next up. A fork and penis was removed after a 70-year-old man stuffed the utensil into his urethra. A 70-year-old man shoved oh. a fork into his urethra, How? seeking sexual gratification. Oh, that's so probably the grossest. Just you saying that part, that part probably Seeking is sexual gratification. Seeking with sexual gratification. Sexual gratification with Ew, a fork in his you, urethra. How does that even happen? All right, so this is, this is from Australia, and I want to thank... Um, Everybody who sent this to me, it was, uh, yeah, Kiki sent this to me. 
It's awesome. So according to a report uh, published in the International Journal of Surgery Cases, an Australian man was That's admitted a to... journal? Yeah. International Journal of Surgery, surgery Cases. Wow. That's pretty interesting. Uh, the Australian man was admitted to the hospital with a, quote, bleeding urethral matus after he stuffed a four-inch fork into his urethra in an attempt to achieve sexual gratification. Fortunately, the fork was successfully removed using forceps and copious lubrication. (laughs) So according to the report's authors, this isn't the first time, of course, uh, men have attempted to insert foreign objects into their nether regions. Uh, This journal also covers cases where things such as pens, safety pins, telephone cables, glue, cocaine, straws, marbles, light bulbs, carrots, and snakes have been allegedly found stuck in penises in the past. Needless to say, don't stick stuff in your penis. How can you even get that up there? I, Physically, I don't, know. I don't see how that's possible. I mean, that's a feat in its own right. What's that crazy circus that goes around? Uh, the Jim Rose Circus? That sounds like something that could fit into the Jim Rose Circus. Oh, yeah. Oh. All right, so big thanks to Kelly for that. And finally, I do have one more story. A self-proclaimed Ghostbuster was arrested in the Guangdong province. After he in ch- what province? I'm sorry. Guangdong. Guangdong. That's it, Guangdong. A self-proclaimed Ghostbuster was arrested in Guangdong after he charged a young woman $3,279 to exercise the ghosts in her vagina with his penis. <laughs> Oh, wow. Police arrested <laughs> Huang Jinjun uh, after the woman, A. Zin, called uh, police one day after having sex with Huang. So A. Zin, who was a spice shop employee, consulted Huang after hearing he could advise her on how to attract her boss, whom she had a crush on. The two agreed to meet in a hotel room where Huang asked her to sh- uh, strip naked and lay on the bed for an examination. Juan then convinced Azin to have intercourse with him after explaining that the ghosts in her vagina were preventing her boss from falling in love with her. <laughs> ghosts that could only ghosts that only he could catch with his exercising penis. <laughs> well, she felt something was fishy. Although she did she did have sexual relations with him, and she felt like ah, maybe this isn't right. Wait so she did call police, and he was arrested. Well, I mean, if she willingly, yeah, she paid him. She paid to him have money, sex with his anything. exercising penis. If anything, she paid for prostitution. I, I don't know. I yeah. don't really understand. She consulted Granted him after was hearing misleading, he could advise her on how to attract her boss, whom she had a crush on. The two agreed to meet at a hotel room when Han, Ohana asked her to strip naked and lay on the bed for an examination. <laughs> he then convinced her to have intercourse after explaining that the ghosts in her vagina were preventing her boss from falling in love with her ghosts uh, that he uh, could only catch with his penis. You, you got a poltergeist in your boobs there, but my hands <laughs> should be able to, uh, to to remove the poltergeist. We're just going to have to <laughs> go around the corner here for a minute and just lift up your shirt for a minute there. I have magic hands. Oh, by the way, that'll be 50 bucks. <laughs> How much money did she pay him? Uh, uh, 20,001, okay, which was yeah, uh, $3,279. That's so much. <laughs> she really liked her boss, apparently. <laughs> Wow. So there you go. Ghost exercising penis. I'm sure she'll get him now. Sure. And tapeworms. That is your world of crazy. Just entering, following standard protocol here. <laughs> Clearly I'm following standard protocol. My, my magic hands out. <laughs> <laughs> I go, my <laughs> that is pretty genius. Like, it's so oddly specific. Oh, that's that's amazing. He then convinced her to have intercourse after explaining that the ghosts in her vagina are preventing her boss from falling in love with her. Ghosts that he could only catch with his penis. <laughs> <laughs> Shockwave says, but I had my vagina exercised. Why don't you love me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, dear God. That's amazing. I okay. I gotta. I gotta. All right, that helped that. cleanse the palate after that, the, that meth the head mattress. For sure. Yes. All right. Um, we got t- <laughs> we got two more things here we need to do before uh, yes. before we'll have Danielle on. Um, one, we need to say happy birthday to someone. Oh, tell me more. Uh, we need to say happy birthday to Deb from Sorrells, soon <gasps> Deb? to be asylum. 
Well, yes. happy birthday, it's, Deb. It's Deb's birthday today. Yay. Well, happiest of birthdays happy to you. Happy birthday, Deb. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Ding, ding, ding. All right, and then uh, I've got some quick ball talk we could do. All right, you want to do some quick balls? Quick balls. All right. Yes. Let me just... Uh, quick. No fork. Yeah, let's not make ball jokes when Danielle gets in here. Yeah, possibly not. <laughs> I'm really glad I got done with my ghost vagina story before she's here. <laughs> we can just segment the interview out with her and give that to her and leave the rest of this out of it. <laughs> it's all meth heads and ghost vaginas. Yeah, I don't know what the show is. <laughs> Um, all right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, potpourri of balls. Be some quick ones here. Quick. Just flying at you. Just flying at you from all sides. I don't know why we do that. I don't know either. All right, first up. LeBron James in a bit of, uh, not necessarily trouble, but in a bit of douchebaggery right now. So Uh-oh. LeBron James, of course, of the NBA, the two-time reigning champion and MVP, was back in Miami the other day for... Um, planning to attend the final Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake concert. So Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake out on tour. This was their final stop on their on their big tour they were doing. And uh, it was the concert was in Miami. Now, naturally, traffic was backed up for miles to get there into the stadium. Mm-hmm. LeBron James <laughs> does not like waiting in traffic. No, LeBron James does not like the rules. And posted a picture on his Instagram account of him in a police car. Inside of it, driving down the wrong side of the road, passing all of the traffic that was backed up for the concert. Oh, he posted my that, God. and he posted it. He posted it onto his Instagram account. Now, naturally, other people that were waiting in line, and other people who don't believe that athletes should be getting police escorts to make it to a concert in time, decided to complain about this and actually complain to the Miami police. The Miami police. Uh, first said, yeah, we're looking into this. Um, we don't know if this is real or not or what happened here. They looked into it, and the police did say that upon further investigation, it has been confirmed that the Miami-Dade Police Department did facilitate Mr. James from one intersection to another in the adjacent area of the stadium. This was not a scheduled escort, escort and uh, they are now seeking uh, disciplinary action against the police officers who decided to do this. Basically, they were just doing giving LeBron James... A favor. Oh my god! They, and making, giving him a police escort. Well, at least in Miami, they can get the police to show up for something. LeBron James also on his post when he posted the picture said, "They treat us so well!" Exclamation point. Needed it because traffic was nuts. Oh, what a douche! So LeBron James needed that police escort. He just needed it so so bad. he could make it to the Jay Z Justin Timberlake concert on time. Needed it. That sounds about right. Yes. That's, I mean, just like on the scale of, you know, douchiness, he's, he always ranks high. I wouldn't expect anything less. No, that's pretty damn douchey. That is pretty damn douchey. And so because of that, the Miami, uh, the Miami um, police department is being investigated. And, you know, there's two ways to look at it. One, LeBron James is the douche for posting that thing. Yeah, you don't do that. Like if you're getting a, yeah, if dude. you're getting away with something like that, don't post about don't it. Post like, it and then brag to other people, basically saying, "I needed this because oh, your life is so rough, LeBron yes. James." So because the off season with millions of dollars is just so, so so difficult. It's so hard for him. And then on top of that, what are these police think? They just wanted to be around LeBron, so that's why they ended up doing it. So those guys are going to get in trouble. And LeBron James is a douche. That's that story. So moving on mm. to ball talk. Here is something else that's going on. Um, like I said, it's, it's short balls. Sure. So we'll, we'll make this quick. Actually, I'll make this real quick. So last story in ball talk is this. We all know who... Do you know who Maria Sharapova is? She's that girl that you always talk about that's hot. Yes. Okay. <laughs> does she play like tennis or something? She's a tennis player. Oh, she does the weird screaming thing too, doesn't she? Uh, she's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, she's currently ranked number three right now. Um, but she's been number one for a long time. She's a Russian girl who's, yes, quite attractive and plays tennis. Very good at tennis. However... For the upcoming U.S. Open, she will not be by known as the name Maria Sharapova. She will be going by the name Maria Sugarpova. What? So there's been a formal, or there's announced that there's probably going to be a formal request from the U.S. Tennis Association to have Maria Sharapova known as Maria Sugarpova for the next two weeks in order to promote her new candy line. 
She's got a new la- line of candy coming out called Sugar Povas. Yes, because athletes and candy go hand in hand. And she wants her name changed to Maria Sugarpova <laughs> for all public events. I think you're breaking Bean today. <laughs> She's, you're breaking her spirit. <laughs> Maria Sugarpova. Don't say that. Stop saying that. <laughs> Stop saying that. If that's what she wants me to call her, I'll call her that. Maria Sugarpova, soon to be participating in the U.S. Open. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. That just made news just because you wanted to talk about her because she's hot and you probably wanted to look at pictures of her, right? Well, but it's for uh, journalistic purposes. It's for journalistic purposes. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. Okay. All right. uh, We need to take a break because we need to uh, get set up here for Danielle, who's going to be joining us here in just a minute. For the band, Danielle ate the sandwich, so she's going to be in here. We'll uh, play some tunes. Don't say that. (laughs) God damn it, Greg. (laughs) You're saying, like, the worst stuff right now. (laughs) Play some jams. Play some jams. Play some hits. Play some cuts. Stop. It's the bomb. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. And now, a message from McKay Used Books. Do you have used books, movies, CDs, or video games that you don't read, need, or use? Then McKay Used Books is the place for you. Awesome! At McKay Used Books, you can buy, sell, or trade used books, movies, CDs, and video games. Bring in your stuff to purchase other items with in-store credit that has no expiration date. Use your credit for one at a time purchases all at once or even give it away McKay Used Books is located at Manaport Plaza Manassas, Virginia Manassas, Virginia call us at 703-361-9042 McKay Used Books Hello everyone, you're listening to Fun Employment Radio and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. Ah, uh, Reese Darby. Reese Darby. I, every time I hear his voice, it makes me laugh. I still can't believe I didn't get him to do the Murray, you know, the Flight of the Concord. Well, because Prison- it would just be kind of tacky. Like, you couldn't was. ask him. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but that right. one was pretty good. Uh, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. So, we did promise a very special guest today who is here in studio in Portland for less than an hour, apparently. Yes. And, <laughs> and, par- and parking sucks around here. It, parking sucks, yeah, everywhere in Portland. It, it it's does. awful. Um, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Danielle, hello. So, I don't know, should I say your last name? I don't know if your last name's public or... It's public. It is? Yeah, but uh, I don't think anyone... Knows that name, okay. that, but that, that's not the, the name that goes around town. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not written in any bathroom stalls. <laughs> not yet. The day is I early. <laughs> so your band, uh, which is you, uh, Danielle, ate the sandwich. Correct. Correct. Please to be telling us the story behind the name. The story behind the name is I have no friends <laughs> to give me nicknames, so instead I write lists of things that would be funny to call myself as if I had <laughs> friends to give me nicknames. And uh, I thought Madonna was too much. I thought That's Cher was too top. far. <laughs> so somehow I came up with Daniel like the Sandwich. Uh, it was on a list, again, like when you get a dog, you, you make a list of what to name it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you name it after your grandmother or something. My grandmother is not named Daniel sandwich. ate the sandwich, okay. sandwich or anything sandwichy. So I just uh, came to it and came back to it and decided maybe four years ago that that's what I was going to call myself, not knowing that I would then, like, you know, release albums with mm-hmm. that printed on it and have to explain it to people all over the country. Because it really doesn't make sense. There's no good story. That is a good so that story. No was friends. a good story. I have no friends. I don't believe that. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. I do not believe that for a second. You seem quite charming. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. You have a couple of friends in our chat right now, Stone oh, and Jen. Yes, my friends, Stone and Jen. Big shout out to them. Thanks for your support and enthusiasm. I owe you one. <laughs> not 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 one in particular, just, you know. Yeah, it's, in a, general. it's a phrase. It's a saying. It's the a saying. royal one. That's what the kids yeah. say. Yeah, absolutely. The royal one. <laughs> That's, that was okay. <laughs> it was kind of. It kind of worked. Yeah. Um, so how long have you been touring around and, and playing music? I've been 
professional. Yeah, if there that's, we go. If that's the word you want to use. <laughs> I wouldn't call it that every day. But I've been doing it for about four years. And I mostly tour the U.S. I've played at a like a weird random I played in Iceland of all the places wow. you could wow. play I went on a vacation there and like the hostel I was staying at had live music so I was just kind of like hey I play live music could I play live music and it worked out it wasn't like I was touring there and making lots of money or doing anything <laughs> no it great. sounds impressive though. yeah like, I, right no it's big like, deal I'll, I'll put it on the Iceland. resume yeah I'll put it on the resume oh yeah but mostly just the the U.S. all over and uh I'm kind of I'm completely independent and self-run so it's a little, it's a little existence, but it's important, I think. Yeah. And uh, I get around, and you know, like I really get around. Like, <laughs> You're constantly I, traveling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, how are you traveling around the country? Do you fly? Are you driving no, around? I drive all alone in a little car. So if there are any murderers out there, just <laughs> really look into my career. I'm easy to find. <laughs> and. Uh, I've traveled with people or I've t- taken some band members on tour with me and it works and it's it's nice in theory but I think I'm like such a loner and I like I really I fart in the car by myself. <laughs> All right, well you're on the you road a lot. I mean? That's acceptable. You know? And uh <laughs> the money I make and the the size of show I book, it's just kind of easier to be a one woman show. Mm-hmm. But it's just I think it's Really funny because I met some people in Bismarck, North Dakota, glamorous, <laughs> who were like, "Whoa, you just drive in a car by yourself? We were expecting you to have like a tour van or something." And I was like, "No, that must <laughs> be so." I don't know where you got that impression. So <laughs> to see their it's, perce- perceptions of you, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty small operation, and it's cute and and very nice of people to think that I'm bigger and better than I am. But it's really, I'm just a person trying to play my music for other people. It's pretty bare bones, guys. That's awesome. That's, hey, that's, that's what just, we do. I should exactly. keep glitter in my pocket to just kind of <laughs> blow on people to give them more of a show. Like, this is all it is, <laughs> but here's some glitter. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's how that's how we started out doing ours, too. Yeah, yeah. not so much yeah. just yeah. singing, but I mean, yeah, this is what we want to do. So we've been doing it for about four years as well. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. It's so magical how did you time. guys start? Uh, we started because we were in commercial radio and got laid off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, oh. they did a format then, switch. Yeah, and then after two days of being laid off, we decided that we didn't like our faces without having microphones in them. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. So we started talking to each other, and then we started recording it. Yep. And this is episode 925. I yeah, love four it. years yeah. later. Almost I four. Do you guys ever get in fights? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Try able, not to on the air. Yeah. Are yeah. you able to still coexist on the air professionally, or mm-hmm. do you? Yeah, we've had to take some long commercial breaks <laughs> yeah that's happened that's happened <laughs> it's just like the, oh, we're gonna play one more song and then you scream it out and then and then back to business yeah See, and you don't have anybody to fight with i know i just, don't and i think that's better because yeah. i'm kind of like passive aggressive yeah icky like no nothing's the matter nothing's the matter <laughs> god you're so stupid like i'm uh i have i have emotional problems i have no friends and emotional problems but i've got I've got CDs for sale, <laughs> so I've at least got something to show for it. Yeah, but I, uh, that's why I kind of like touring alone, because when, you when you're in a bad mood or you're mad, you can only kind of just work it out with yourself yeah. and not yeah. take it out unreasonably on someone else. The poor fool in the passengers. Yeah, <laughs> well, just on yourself. You play so many random places. I mean, like you said, you're in Bismarck, which I think is awesome that you're going around to all these different random yeah. places. That's cool. You know, it's a cool way to see everything. Uh, what's uh, if do you have like one weirdest place that you've played? Like, if you could think of one. Um, Iceland's pretty weird, but it's yeah. so impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, that's cool. Just saying I, that. Well, the, here's maybe I'll tell you, and you guys rate me. You rate me one to ten. Okay. I played a steampunk music festival. It wasn't even a music festival. It was just like a steampunk festival. Like a bunch of people just dressed up in steampunk. and uh, In Piscataway, New Jersey. Wow. Does that count? That counts. That's pretty, yeah. That counts. That's, That's pretty, pretty Because like of all the places to play a steampunk festival, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and when they, they actually like sought me out. Wow. And it was kind of like a dream. Like I read the email in a haze and I was like, this couldn't be happening. <laughs> and then I read it and they were really nice and enthusiastic and put on a great event. Me not knowing anything about steampunk. And, you know, I had my steampunk day and now I can, you know, put it back in the drawer. <laughs> put put the vest back in the drawer and the goggles. <laughs> but uh, it was just like a fun, weird experience that sometimes I live my life based on the stories I want to be able to tell my grandchildren someday and like they're just really going to ki- get a kick out of the story mm-hmm. of the, the steampunk festival in Piscataway, New Jersey, <laughs> whether they like it or not. 
That's what I'm going to burden them with. I think so. Well, if you were ever asked to play The Gathering of the Juggalos, would you play it? Oh. <laughs> I would say. That would be I a good story. Yes, but I might be a little too scared. It is pretty scary. Are they, I, I are they like, it. actually nice people? They seem I kind of violent, or is that just know. like a... I don't know. Like, because I really, I genuinely want to go and see it. Just, like, see what it would be like. Would you dress up? Oh, probably. I don't you would? To. Greg dressed as a juggalo for Halloween a couple yeah. years ago. It was terrifying. But that was for Halloween. No, I don't think I could dress up. I don't think I could do it. I don't. I, f- I would worry that they can kind of like. They could smell, smell the fake. You. They could yeah. smell the fake. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. she's not one of yeah. us. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't know the right lingo or the right response to something. Yeah. yeah. They'd, they'd, they'd smell you out for sure. I don't know. Their vocabulary is pretty limited. I'm pretty sure I could get the. Like, it's a. What are they? The girls are let's. Yes, let's and lows. See, yeah. I'm there. Whoa. I'm there. Yeah. Whoa. I'm you, there. Way, you know way more mm-hmm. about this than I do. It's true. Yep. So I, I am a little fascinated by them. <laughs> Stone is in the live chat asking, how is it playing for bears? I have no idea what that means. Oh, well, Stone must follow me on the internet. I, on the way out here to the northwest from Minneapolis, I stopped at the Montana Grizzly Encounter, <laughs> uh, a little roadside <laughs> interstate stop, which is kind of like a bear sanctuary. And I got to talking to the trainer after everybody had left. And he said, the bears like different types of music. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm a musician. How about I give you one of my CDs and you can just lie to me and say you'll play it for them someday. And he said, well, would you like to play for them right now? And I said, uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then I asked if he would record me making like a video of it. So I played a little short song and the grizzly bears were kind of like playing in water. And one of them like perked up and not ran, not ran ferociously, just kind of. <laughs> hustled over <laughs> and stood on a log to be at like the highest point and like looked directly at me oh. and wow. she seemed really engaged and interested and I gotta say it was just my self esteem was soaring yeah and we got it on video and I put it on my YouTube channel but you know and it's just like a, a dorky one minute homemade video that was amazing it was pretty cool I felt like connected to the universe in a way that I can only imagine a juggalo feels 24-7 <laughs> I was there I was you calmed there. the beast <laughs> calmed the beast within yeah yeah it would have been funny to see what would have happened if there were no barrier between me and the bear what she would have done then yeah yeah. I can only imagine probably good she would have like yeah. braided my hair the yeah. bear ate Danielle those would have been best friends for her the bear ate Danielle that's the title of my memoir so have you ever been to Portland before? I have uh I've been here on tour, but it's been a couple of years, and um, so it's good to be back. I like it, and I've actually been kind of imagining what to do with my life these days. I'm, like, looking for a new path Mm -hmm. to take, and I was like, maybe I should move to Portland. Maybe I should move here. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm checking it out. You should check it out. It's a great place to live. You guys love it? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a great creative community. Yeah. Yeah, and there are lots of places to play music. Yeah, I love Mm -hmm. it. I think it'd be a good fit. Well, and you're playing... What, Friday? Friday night. Friday. And where are you playing at? I'm playing at Alavier Coffee House. Okay. So I saw that that's on, it's on like 41st and Northeast Sandy. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's right there. That's a good, right, in the, right in the heart of the Hollywood district. Cool. Yes. Yeah, that's a cute little place. What happens in the Hollywood district? Bad things. Yeah, no, you, just, don't wanna <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know. It's all murder. Your show isn't at night, is it? It isn't after, oh. Oh, no, it's at six. So. All right, you'll be safe. A lot Maybe of solo musicians dark. have gone into the Hollywood district. No, Ooh, a few have come yeah. out. I have yeah. got a good feeling about myself, though. I travel with a lot of swords. Do you? Mystical, Some weaponry. Mystical and <laughs> physical, so I'm sure. I'm sure I, I wish we had videos so that everyone could see Danielle with her invisible swords right now. <laughs> around. I look like an expert, if any of you are wondering. I know what I'm doing. She looks like she knows what she's doing. <laughs> everyone be afraid. Well, we wanted to hear... A song, perhaps? Yeah, I would Ooh. love to. So I write uh, sad songs, mm-hmm. and then my personality is kind of bright. I guess it's not always bright. It's uh, busy, and uh, I try to be funny on stage, so it's confusing sometimes when I play sad songs. People are like, I don't, was, was she funny? Or <laughs> just <laughs> sensation overload. <laughs> but um, I'll play a sad song. Okay. All right. Here, Greg, why don't you click off the... Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's click that off the... The thing that's blowing out hot air instead of cold. And I will bounce out. So I'm going to mute us on this. Okay. Here I go. I'm a fool to be sitting alone in the evening. I'm a fool to be tying my shoes. 
I'm a fool to be trying to be not like my mother, who is trying to not be like hers. Well, it's a circle, it's a habit, it's a roundabout bathroom, and we're trying to scrub at the scum. And in life, I am finding that it's best to keep trying. Baby, it's not done till it's done. There will be hills, there are hills, no matter how far you get. There will be hills, there are hills, no matter how we try to get over it. And there are corners and Caverns that won't soon forget me, and the faces that I knew will be loved. But I cannot quite rest until I'm next to the breast of the one that I'm so happy to love. And the truth is in a book smashed inside some kid's locker, and a physicist is making. So, and since the physical laws of science constrain me, I can't be two places at once. Incredible. Are we clapping? We're clapping. Okay, we're I'm doing clapping. this. I'm doing I'm this. Clapping. I'm doing clapping. this. I'm doing this. Myself. <laughs> Your voice is magical. Thank you. I wow. have a bit of a sore throat. Wow. You well, it's working just for you. imagine when I'm just when you're at full throttle. <laughs> 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 so go and see this beautiful human being on Friday night, yes. 6 p.m. at I can't, I, I'm afraid I'm going to Al- mispronounce Al- it. Olivier. Olivier? That's good for you. All right. Sure. It. it begins Olivier. with Olivier. 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 <laughs> 4128 Northeast Sandy. There you go. Just be there 4128 at 6 Northeast Sandy. <laughs> yeah. Be there at 6 p.m. That is fantastic. You were, yeah, that's incredible. Thanks. Well, yeah. thank you for spending some time with us oh, in our geez. scalding, sweaty studio. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> oh, uh, my you. mother will be so glad to hear that I walked into a room of strangers in a hot <laughs> building in Portland today. <laughs> Say, what are you doing in your life again, Daniel? <laughs> we can cut out that part and say. Yeah, I was just gonna say before you got here, we were having some interesting conversations. I'm like, we can just segment out your part and then send it to you because we were talking about uh, maybe haunted vaginas and meth head neighbors. Yeah. There's some stuff. Yeah. And now, after meeting you, you could have totally handled that discussion. Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you want to go back and listen to it, <laughs> we'll be on the same I show. <laughs> All right. Um, where can people find out more about you? I've got a website, danielleatethesandwich.net. I'm on Facebook. Uh, just search for Danielle Ate the Sandwich. I've also got a pretty booming, banging YouTube site with lots of videos of me performing my songs. Uh, it's youtube.com slash Danielle's Magic, which is confusing. But basically just Google search Danielle Ate the Sandwich, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E, sandwich spelled S-A-N-D-W-I-C-H. <laughs> a lot of people don't know how to spell it's not Daniel. He didn't eat the sandwich. Danielle did. It's French, people. Try to be a little more sophisticated. But uh, it's all on the internet. You could probably just search crazy, crazy person, and I might come up on the first. Crazy person singing to bears. <laughs> I'm sure you'd, you wouldn't find me. <laughs> and that's where she will be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Tomorrow on the show, actually the next two days, we have 
big things happening on this show. Yes, are we going to announce who we're having on Thursday? We can't quite yet. Okay, we can't. We can't we'll tomorrow. Let's All right. just say there's Is it a Santa. Uh, it might be Santa. Could be Santa. Maybe it's Santa. It's possible. You totally just ruined it. We can. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, just uh, follow us on Twitter at FunImp Radio and like us on Facebook. And, of course, go to our website, FunEmploymentRadio.com. And as soon as we can announce things, we will announce them. But definitely a big show tomorrow and Thursday. Yes. Uh, Thursday's show will be a little bit earlier because Sarah and I are getting ready for Hood to Coast. Oh, Jesus, God. So there's that. We're going to be there's running that. for miles and miles and miles. And miles. Yes. And miles. Yes. And Friday, yes. go see Danielle. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, do it. Do buy, it. Buy her a sandwich. Buy her, yes. Or or buy my CD. Or her yeah, or CD. Play, maybe the CD. CD. Do maybe the, the CD. CD. All right, yeah, get the, the CD. CD. Then maybe right. a sandwich. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Fun <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.